welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read. We were doing Star Wars jokes in the last episode, and then we started talking about Star Wars in between recordings, and it made me sad. It Don't be sad, Nick. Sad. We can talk about this now. Yeah, I'm trying to get my energy back. Nothing saps my energy. It's like it's like getting a boar gullet up in here. <laughs> well, as we all know, no podcast can hide from Borgullet. Borgullet can see your mind. Borgullet will know your thoughts. And so will we on today's Page of the Wind. This is chapter 149, Tangled, starring Mandy Moore. Anchors was deserted except for Sim and Fela sitting on one of the back tables. I made my way toward them and sat with my back to the wall. So, Sim asked as I slumped into my seat, how did yesterday go? I ignored the question, not really wanting to discuss it. What was yesterday? Fella asked curiously. He spent the day with Denna, Sim supplied. The whole day? I shrugged. Sim lost some of his buoyant manner. Not so well, he said carefully. Not particularly, I said. I looked behind the bar, caught Laurel's eye, and gestured for her to bring me some of whatever was in the pot. Care for a lady's perspective, Fella asked gently. I'd settle for yours. Simmon burst out laughing and Fella made a face. I'll help you in spite of that, she said. Tell Auntie Fella all about it. So I told her the bones of it. I tried my best to paint a picture of the situation, but the heart of it seemed to defy explication. It sounded foolish when I tried to put it into words. That's all, I said after several minutes of fumbling around the subject. Or at least that's enough of my talking about it. She confuses me like no other thing in the world. I picked out a splinter in the tabletop with my finger. I hate not understanding a thing. Laurel brought me warm bread and a bowl of potato soup. Anything else? She asked. I'm fine, thanks. I smiled at her, then observed her rear aspect as she made her way back to the bar. Wow. Well, if I didn't feel crummy before, I sure do now. That's the page. (laughs) I'm Nick. I'm Joanna. I'm Jeremy. What are you feeling crummy about now? Well, it's just, you know, it's just crummy of growth to be like, oh, I don't understand women. I'm so bummed about Denna. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to ogle this butt. Very obviously. Okay. (sighs) I mean, okay, this is, uh, so I know nothing of of what it is like to be a teenage boy. Um, but it is my understanding that sometimes, like, absent-mindedly, that just happens if you're a teenage boy. It happens when you're not a teenage boy, too. Oh, well, there you go. Like, I feel like, like, your 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 eyes wandered to, to things that you enjoy, and you know what? You're not doing any harm. And indeed, several pages of this chapter are spent on saying that there's actually nothing wrong with, you know, with tastefully ogling someone and i'm i truly don't know if i agree i think like personally you know as you say jordana occasionally one's eyes rest upon something unbidden and one happens to have an appreciative thought doesn't make you a lech but it's still i don't know maybe i'm just too tumbler pilled these days it still doesn't sit totally right with me it feels a little bit dated to be like writing in defense of this kind of thing well, this whole conversation that they have, I, I mean, we'll get to it because they haven't really started having the conversation yet, but the social attitudes that the men, the social attitudes that the characters in the scene feel dated to me 
But I, I don't know if that's because they are dated or because I live in a liberal bubble. Um, a, a downtown pinko latte swilling elite that I am. Yeah, and I'm I'm reading ahead because I actually could not rem- I do not remember this scene at all. So I'm trying to just remember remind myself what happens here. So Jeremy, you can vamp for a little while. I will vamp for a little while. I mean, I I do think it is verisimilitudinous to me that when you are having girl trouble, you talk to your girlfriends about it uh, because sometimes that they are going to have a perspective on it that you hadn't considered. And I don't think that there's anything particularly sexist in that idea. Because it would be ludicrous to deny that, uh, you know, women have different experiences than men. And if you want to understand where someone from a different gender is coming from, talking to someone else who is the same gender as that person might be a good way to try and figure it out. Yeah, I think uh, getting all sorts of other perspectives is just generally a good idea. But uh, and yeah, this feel this feels sort of like a... It, this feels like a talking to your gal pals moment, even though Bella is is a gal and quotes not a gal, but it feels like that sort of moment. Like you can have gal pals without being them being gals. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, exactly. But I mean, what I mean, what I'm saying is like I have talked to my friends who are women when I am having, you know, girl trouble. Yes, especially when I was a teenager. This is also the first scene with fella and sim as a couple i think Mm -hmm. or like where they're a couple presenting and that's interesting we get a a a, couple we'll talk about tomorrow but we get kind of a strange uh, example of of simmons uh uh what's the word i'm still too sad about star wars to think about elocution uh sim's discomfort his lack of confidence it's an interesting thing we'll talk sorry i'm getting ahead of myself we'll talk about it tomorrow okay. struck by x i haven't read this page in an awful long time Judana, you I had mean, a sentence you wanted to talk about right well the uh the rear aspect one um i was just thinking that like it's it's in a weird spot here because we've hit it at kind of the end of this page but it is addressed right away on the next page um so, like, Quoth kind of has to be a lech in order for the rest of the conversation to progress, I guess. Like, for Sim in order in order for Sim to make the comment. Because, um, like, theoretically, had he not, we as readers might assume that he never does. And, anyway. And then Sim wouldn't be able to make a comment like that and we wouldn't get, like, the excess little bits that come with it. Um, but, yes. I think I think it's fine for Quoth to look at ladies, but if it was just a matter of wandering eyes and sh- showing of interest. But yeah. it's not, as you point out, because it leads into like a conversation that has to happen. Yes, but but were it the thing, it would be fine. And were the conversation additions not to happen, we could assume that it was just. A passing glance. Yeah, I guess my beef, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, is that the conversation basically says it's fine when Quoth does it. Well, it's fine as long as you're doing it respectfully. But anyway, we'll get to it on tomorrow's page. Okay, the other thing, one last thing. um, There is another character named Laryl. I was like, wait a minute. I thought this character's name was Laryl, not Laurel. 
Uh, nope, uh, it's not an error. Laurel, uh, Laurel is this character. Uh, Laurel is another character. <laughs> Laurel isn't a character. Laurel is the name of Carceret's mother. Oh. Laurel was mentioned before. She failed to deliver a note to Denna, and Anchor call, uh, said something to the effect of, I swear the light would shine straight through that girl's head. Uh, and Laurel is the name of Carceret's mother, former wielder of Cesara. Got it. Mm. And now into the mailbag, the letter I thought I was reading yesterday, uh, but uh, Grace's letter arrived as I opened the mailbox. This is from Samantha, a.k.a. Stamina's Thane, who writes, Farewell, second book. Hello, Jeremy, Jordana, Nick. I can't believe we are finishing the second book. You all have recently reflected on what type of community has been created here. It really is something special. Yes, we the listeners only get to know part of you like a teacher and their students. My students know my classroom persona and know very little of my personal life, but they know a part of me that my friends and family do not. I'm grateful for the opportunity to know you within the context of this series and your podcast. Whatever comes next, know that you have my heartfelt appreciation for all the work you put into this podcast. You have followed through on a commitment made to each other and to the community of listeners. I do hope we get a third book and the chance to experience this all over again, but if we don't, it will not lessen my appreciation for all we have been given. I love you all, collectively and individually. C.S. Lewis wrote that love is not an affectionate feeling, but a steady wish for the loved person's ultimate good as far as it can be obtained. Even if the last page of this book is the last episode we get, know that I will remember you always, and I will keep steadily wishing for the best in life to come your way. Samantha, a.k.a. Stamina's Thane. These are so sweet. Yeah, you're going to make us blush. That's very kind words. Thank you. It's very touching. And on that note, uh, today's episode 974 is 20 pages from the end of this book. Oh, gosh, you're kidding. Not that we're counting or anything. Well, I asked Nick what the last page of his book was, and he said 994, so... Jordana, you mean to tell me you have been counting? Yes. Hmm. As it well, I okay. I have been counting in that I can do the math between nine ninety four and nine seventy four, and I wrote down the number nine ninety four on so my what, page. You're like, so you're I like excited for this to be page. over. You're counting the days. Moreover, no, no, no. Doing, I just you're doing math I think it's on an our interest. book podcast. I'm not you're like doing... counting down in a bad way. I just think of it. It's it's of interest. Listeners, you can decide on the emotional valence of Jordana's counting on tomorrow's page. Of. I think what I'll miss most is teasing Jordana. That won't stop.